Think about what your strengths are and your weaknesses, and then take it a step deeper into what you actually enjoy and what you actually don't. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you actually enjoy doing it. And just because you're bad at something doesn't mean that you don't want to learn more about how to do it. Mama! Welcome to Mama Has Goals, your weekly reminder that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your dreams to take on the role of mom. I'm Kelsey Smith, mom of two boys, wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about helping other moms, current and aspiring, to reimagine mom life. I'm bringing you the resources, support, and relatability to debunk that limiting belief that you may have about your ability to achieve your goals while raising a human. We're covering everything from mom guilt, marriage, relationships, careers, finances, mental health, physical health, you name it. Your life doesn't have to fully shift once you become a mom. You can have it all, and we'll show you how. Welcome to Mama Has Goals, the podcast for ambitious, goal-driven mamas who may have lost a part of themselves in motherhood, but are ready for that extra support to reimagine mom life. I'm Kelsey Smith, and thank you so much for tuning into the show. This episode holds a special place in my heart because it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast and this community to get moms out of survival mode and figuring out a way to find themselves again alongside motherhood. Many of us have been there, especially as first-time moms, that you're covered in spit-up and changing diapers all day long, juggling nap times or snack times, and you can barely get a minute to yourself. The days can feel really long and the nights can feel too short. You can be sleep-deprived and you might even be wondering if this is truly what it's going to be like forever. Maybe your kids are getting older too, though, and especially in this season, you can't catch a break with sicknesses, or you're juggling all the activities and pickups and events, and then going into those teen years, feeling like you might have a little bit more physical space, but now you're navigating some of the deepest stuff, trying to figure out when and how to step in, how to have conversations, and where to give them their space. Regardless of your season, the stress and the versions of survival mode will pass, and you're definitely not alone. Whether it's postpartum, busy kids, empty nesting, all moments of motherhood have times that can feel really hard and sometimes even dark. But I'm here to hold your hand and help you create a game plan to help you go from survival mode and into that thriving mode. And maybe you're not resonating with that term survival mode. So before we jump in, I do have a question for you. Does your life feel like your highest version of happiness and fulfillment? Do you feel at complete peace each day? Because for most of us, there's always room for improvement. So while you may not be resonating with the term survival or you are, we can all elevate ourselves to our best selves and move into a better and higher state. When you're moving into that better or higher state, you are going to have to be your own cheerleader. You're going to have to believe in yourself. You're going to have to love yourself and take charge and do the things that you need to do to get out of that survival mode or your current state. It'll likely be uncomfortable. And sometimes you might feel like you don't have the energy to do things. But usually what you don't want to do is exactly what you need to do. But I'm going to be here through the process. And we're going to go through so much information today. And we're going to basically follow a hierarchy called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. If you're not familiar with it, look it up later. 
But depending on where you're at in your survival mode or your current state is going to depend on where you sit in each of these things. So it might look a little different for you. But we're going to break down each layer of this hierarchy of needs. But to give you a little bit of an overview to start, it starts at the bottom with your physiological needs. That's your food, water, warmth, rest, moves into your safety needs. Those are your basic needs, those two levels. Then going into your psychological needs, which brings in your belongingness and love, also your esteem. And then finishes at the top with your self-fulfillment needs, which is your self-actualization. I was actually at an event about a month ago where Lori Harder touched on this, and I was so happy she brought me back to this pyramid because I love thinking through this when I think about graduating through where we're at to where we want to go and up-leveling our life, whether it's in survival mode or truly to just the next step. So... First and foremost, we need those foundational needs, those physiological needs. That's the food, the water, the warmth, the rest. And the version of this that you need for survival is pretty basic, but we're talking about moving out of survival into thriving or our higher selves. So we get to elevate these. So for food, for example, maybe that looks like healthier food choices, meal planning, meal prep, a delivery system. We had Jillian on earlier this week, and she has the What's for Dinner Club. So maybe you're using that to take the guesswork out of your weekly dinners. If you're in a dark time or you've recently added to your family, you might want to consider a meal train. There's multiple websites that you can use for that, and you can have a friend share it for you with your loved ones. Think about who else can support you. Can your partner help with the food? A family member? Do you need to eat out more? This is also just for this season, right? So identify what you need. Is it better ingredients or is it ease and speed? You might be working towards green juice or you might be working towards DoorDash. And in that same physiological needs, graduating from food is water. And we're going to go through some serious science here with water, but water is literally a necessity And what you might not know about it is that water makes up 60% of the human body. A good friend of mine, shout out to Danielle, is a nutrition science grad from UC Davis and now an IBCLC for WIC. And I was asking her about some of the reasons why water is so important because a lot of us do know why it's important, but we don't know really all the nitty gritty. So she reminded me of a couple things and taught me a few new things that I want to share with you. So water literally carries our nutrients and oxygen to our cells. It flushes bacteria from your bladder and it aids in digestion, prevents constipation, normalizes blood pressure, cushions your joints. It also protects your organs and tissues, regulates body temperature, and it aids to maintain your electrolyte and sodium balance as well. And to make this all possible, many agree that it's ideal to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. If you can't get behind that, just start with eight glasses of water a day. But as a lactation consultant, I also chatted with Danielle about nursing moms. And she said that it's recommended for nursing moms to have 64 to 96 ounces of water a day. And she told me that it's a misconception that nursing moms actually need more water, that you don't necessarily need to drink more while you're nursing, but you need to stay hydrated. So you should think about it as satisfying your thirst. 
You can also get water from your foods, of course. So think about that and go back to that food concept. But all in all, you want to stay hydrated and drink water. And I know for me, while having this information about why water is so important for me, what truly helps the most is just having a cute water bottle that I can take with me everywhere I go, fits in every cup holder, and I can fill it up throughout the day and knowing that I'm drinking through that multiple times a day. So definitely go get your water bottle, take a moment now while you're listening and go fill it up. The next basic need in that physiological needs after food and water is sleep in no particular order for these either. And if you know me, you know I'm a night owl. I won't even tell you how late it is that I'm recording this. But the more that I learn, the more I'm trying to shift my sleep earlier because while there's always conflicting thoughts, the majority seem to favor decent sleep hours for your health. And a few tips that help me that I want to share with you to get your sleep schedule a little bit more on track is starting with just getting off of social media at night. It is so easy to be scrolling through your phone or watching Netflix, but truly you want to get off of any screens at least an hour or two before bed. Think about this for your kiddos too. And I do advocate sometimes for what I call bedtime story shows. And if you're in a place that you aren't feeling like you want to read to your kids in the evening, I actually think this is a great way to just turn on like a short four-minute show for your kids. It's like a bedtime story. There is even people reading to your kids on there. And you can turn that on low volume, low light. So I like to think that those are okay. Obviously, regular books are best. And for you too, also reading because reading can help you wind down and relax your eyes. So definitely think about that. Also, I know for me that setting myself up for the next day is really huge for me getting to sleep. We so often go to sleep thinking of all the things that we need to do or didn't get done. And so whether it's a journal or pulling up the notes in your phone Write down a few notes for the next day to get your brain ready for rest. Just clear out whatever's sitting there. It doesn't necessarily have to be a full prep and plan for the next day. You can do that too, but truly just kind of a brain dump of what's on your mind to set you up for success. And with all of these, I am definitely not a medical doctor, and this is not medical advice, but I do know that without the basics of food, sleep, and hydration, your body will feel like it's in survival mode because it truly is. Your body and especially your mind will not be operating at their highest potential if you're ignoring that foundational layer and those core three needs. In additional to those basic physiological needs is also safety. And if you do not feel safe in your environment, it definitely needs to be addressed. If you need to move your family, make a change in your home environment or the people that you share it with, there are a lot of resources to support you. You can send me a direct message on Instagram and I can try to point you in the right direction for that. Beyond that, it's you and your family making sure you're in a place that feels safe. And that's really important. As we move up the pyramid, you will need to dig deeper. We're going to have to identify what makes you feel the way that you do feel. What is missing from your fulfillment, your needs, and your joy? The next two levels are your physiological needs. This is your belongingness and your esteem. So break down, do you feel like you have friends of quality and not just quantity? Are the people in your life making you feel loved and appreciated? And then when we move to esteem, where are you holding your worth currently? Do you feel worthy? 
Do you feel like you're lacking in your potential? Do you feel accomplished and are you recognized for it? And this can be for anything, cleaning the house, a project at work, showing up for a friend. For each of these, it's best if you can take a step back and look at your life from a bird's eye view. This allows you to really hone in on what needs to change. What's triggered this survival mode or the thought of wanting more? Are you disorganized? Are you feeling depressed or anxious? Are you lonely? Are you unfulfilled? How is your family feeling? Are you all feeling similar or different? Are you in a season that is likely to pass? Maybe pregnancy, a move or transition. Are you going through grief? Do you have the support and resources when you feel like you are spiraling or you need that support? And especially right now, maybe it's just the holidays. Are those making you stressed or worried bringing up anything? Is there something work-related or goal-related going on? And if you're listening to this episode and really wanting to make changes in your life, then I invite you to take yourself on a coffee or a wine date, journal your answers to these questions, go for a walk and just reflect in your brain. That way you can get clear on an action plan on what needs to change so you can move out of that survival mode and up through that pyramid of what you have going on. Make a list of what's not working, what needs to change, where you need assistance. And once you get clarity on what you need to change, you can move forward with that plan of action. That very top section of the pyramid is the self-actualization. And this breaks down if you're achieving your full potential and fulfilling yourself in all aspects. So for those of you that maybe didn't resonate with the survival mode, you might be in this category. But this is all aspects of your life, including creativity. And as you work through these layers of the pyramid, you're going to have to do it time and time again because it will evolve as you evolve. And as you work through your full potential, and your full potential graduates and evolves, that's when you come back to this and you re-identify these layers. So how do you work through an evolving pyramid of thriving to surviving? Well, let's go back to the problems that you need to tackle, and then we'll create a game plan to make the changes in your life. If you're listening to this podcast, I already know that you're an ambitious, goal-driven, current or aspiring mama. So let's take that drive and ambition and pour it into you because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So first thing is make lists and prioritize. Do the most pressing things first to relieve the stress or the easiest things first so you can check them off the list faster. Everyone knows they like to check the box on their to-do list. And if you're looking for support around this, you can check out my weekly setup guide in the free Mama Has Goals phone app, and I walk you through one way that I do that. Another thing that I stand so strongly behind is getting outside and moving your body. I think we can probably all prioritize this more, but simply going for daily walks is a great way to connect with yourself, your partner, and your kids. Walks truly do wonders for everyone. It is such a great way to have that sunshine seriously on your skin and also clear your mind. Then think about what else you need and where you can find it. Are you missing community? Find mom spaces in your community. Go make some mom friends or people that are in the same interests of you. You've got to put yourself out there and it can feel really uncomfortable sometimes. I totally get it. 
but message that person on Instagram or Facebook. See if it can turn into an in-person connection or a Zoom call. Find local Facebook groups and see if anyone wants to meet up. Join a movement class. There are definitely other people out there looking for friends like you and people like you to connect with. And go message another mom in the member of the Mama Has Goals app. You can just chat with somebody in there and you can find people that have your interests within those subgroups and communities. There are so many options, but definitely do not go through this journey alone. You don't need to, and you'll have more fun and more support if you don't. Now, beyond the community, think about your actual mental health. Now, especially for moms that are just stepping into motherhood, one in five moms suffer from postpartum anxiety or depression, and it's not something to go through alone. So if you find yourself feeling this way, I really encourage you to work with a mental health professional. You can find a therapist on psychologytoday.com or use an app like Talkspace or Better Health to speak with a therapist. You can also talk with your partner about how you're feeling. Also, women aren't the only people who experience postpartum depression. So definitely have that conversation. Your local hospital also has free resources for you and your partner, and you can utilize that virtually or in person. And check out the Mama Has Goals event calendar to see what else you can plug into. But if you're feeling alone, whether it's in the postpartum season or not, take it seriously and take action. Don't go through this alone. Beyond having community and resources and support, the other thing that was so important for my journey was decluttering and creating space in my home. And while I definitely still have work to do, it is so important to create a space that feels good for you. You'll be so surprised the mental space that it frees up for you, as well as how it feels to have a place that feels good, truly. So for me, what that looked like was getting really clear on what my non-negotiables were. And now I just hope that they happen 80% of the time. So for example, what that looks like is waking up to an empty sink and clean counters. There's a couple other things that I implemented in my home to make sure that things feel really organized or in a space that allow me to put things away quickly. And one of my favorites may sound silly to you is I have a bin under my bed that can hold like four pieces of clothing, one on my side and one on my husband's side. And that's for things like PJs or those jeans that you don't want to refold that you're going to wear again. Because what I noticed is those end up either in the laundry when they don't need to be or on the floor or on a dresser top, a place that they don't need to be. So those get set there and then we grab them out. Now, that may not be a good fit for you, but there's other things in your home and in your life that you may see every day that keep going to a certain place. It may be your mail, it may be your kid's shoes. Find a place to get those put away so they're not visually there for you to stress over because that's affecting your mental health as well. Figure out the small things that just keep bugging you and get rid of the problem. And again, like I said, I get behind this about 80% of the time. And this goes back to everything we talked about, whether it's the food, whether it's how you're showing up for yourself and your friends, you will need to accept that you're going to have to take the easy way out at times. And that's okay. But have like a no-brainer simple dinner, whether it's quesadillas or pizza or mac and cheese. And, you know, screen time might even be a solution for some nights if that makes sense for you. But also 
maybe there's a special game or a toy that comes out only on occasional times so that you can get that evening through when you're feeling a little bit less than. Lean on others and get help. So especially on those days and those nights that you're looking for support, but also on a regular basis, if you can identify that these things and these people fill your cup, get more of them in your life. Whether it's different mom groups, support from your partner, friends, maybe it's even your own family members. Talking about your worries is much better than keeping it bottled up. So ask them to help out. Watch the kids for a few hours so you can get things done uninterrupted. And then delegate. I was actually just talking with some of the women in our community tonight, and I was talking about this framework called the SWOT analysis. If you're not familiar with that framework, it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And it's often used for business strategy. But I like applying it to my life for personal growth as well as my home and family. Think about what your strengths are and your weaknesses And then take it a step deeper into what you actually enjoy and what you actually don't. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you actually enjoy doing it. And just because you're bad at something doesn't mean that you don't want to learn more about how to do it. Then dive into those opportunities. Maybe that's grocery delivery or pickup, hiring help for cleaning, or just starting with a clear schedule and communication. Then moving into those threats, things that you may see as red flags that can trip you or your family up and how you can stop those before they become an issue. If it's the holidays and you're dealing with the stress of extended family, spending a lot of money this time of year, numerous obligations and events, my biggest tip for this is to cut back and say no. Go back to the episode on expectations and boundaries because we really break that down there. And just remember that no season lasts forever. So keep going, get the help you need, evolve to where you want to go and move yourself up that pyramid. Today's episode, like I said, is really special to me because this is why I started Mama Has Goals, to help other moms just like you find your way back to yourself and have that identity alongside motherhood. If you know another mom out there who's not feeling like herself, send this episode her way. When we heal together, we grow together. And that is where the magic happens. So to recap this for you, because I know there was a lot of information in this, truly, you just need to identify what needs and fulfillment you are not receiving right now. Where do you need to redefine what fulfillment looks like for you? And then work through your strengths and weaknesses, opportunities, and threats in your life. Identify those different needs through the pyramid and what that looks like specifically to this season. What do you actually enjoy doing and what don't you? And then work to reduce the negative with support through community or delegation. I'm so excited that you're allowing me to be a part of your journey And if you love the episode, please follow Mama Has Goals on wherever you're listening to your podcasts so you always know when I drop a new episode. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review sharing your favorite part of this episode. Head to your favorite app store and download the free Mama Has Goals app. We are officially ready to invite you in. Dive into the community and the resources and follow me on Instagram at Mama Has Goals. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to talk to you next week.